Yo, check it out. Thanks again for checking out another edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am 12 Kyle. (laughs) But you probably already know that by now. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the SoundCloud page. Go to soundcloud.com backslash T-W-E-L-V-E dash K-Y-L-E 12 dash Kyle. You can also subscribe on iTunes. Just go to iTunes and subscribe there. The 12 Kyle Podcast. You can also subscribe on Stitcher. If you have an Android or iPhone, go to the application store, upload the Stitcher application for free, search the 12 Kyle podcast, subscribe there, and you can listen at leisure, at home, or on the go. It's just that simple. So today, (laughs) we're going to get into it a little bit about... um, subjects near and dear to my heart anybody that knows me knows that i am a huge hip-hop head uh been listening to hip-hop probably since i was seven or eight years old i'm 43 now so it's so i've I've been around for a minute (laughs) just like hip-hop i mean i'm almost as old actually i'm a little slightly older than hip-hop um nonetheless um if you listen to my shows before and read my blog uh you know i've kind of talked at nauseam about um you know who i thought was top five mc and some of the best mcs uh to ever pick up a microphone um and if you haven't heard my spiel on those i mean you can find it it's on here (laughs) or it's on my blog um nonetheless uh, today I'm gonna do something a little different. Uh, I, I know that a lot of times when you get into the discussion about uh, top five MCs, uh, I understand that it's always subjective. I mean, just because I'm a true hip hop head and I've been around for a long time doesn't necessarily mean that my opinion is right. Even though if you differ, I might think that you're whack. <laughs> but seriously. Um, I think, you know, everybody is entitled to their opinion. Um, when you do list and stuff like that, all of that stuff is always subjective. I get it. And I know that a lot of times where there's magazines or websites, a lot of that stuff is done to, you know, move the needle and to draw interest and to start arguments and debates and things of that nature. Um, I'm not necessarily here to do that. I think today what I want to talk about really is uh, a lot of times we talk about the top five, but and there's what I'm always kind of surprised by is sometimes how certain MCs make people's lists. And I'm like, how did that person make your list? Because they wouldn't even come close to making my list. <laughs> um and again, I think it's everything is subjective. Now, I will be, I will put this disclaimer out. Given the fact that I've listened to hip hop uh, since its infancy, since my infancy, um, I am more prone to listen to old school hip hop. 
uh, as opposed to the hip hop of today. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't listen to today's hip hop. I don't listen to a lot of it. I'm just going to be honest with you because I find a lot of it to be not that good um, lyrically and not lyrically appealing to me. Um, and that's not to say that there aren't lyrical cats. I guess the best way that I can describe where I am with hip hop is uh, when you come up in the era in which I came up, uh, it's like, you know, when you were in your 20s or let's say you were 20 years old, like maybe taking a woman to Applebee's might be a, a, a nice gesture. <laughs> you know, that, that might be really, really cool. And, and, and don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with Applebee's. Applebee's is cool. But at 20, Applebee's was really like a hot move. You know, that was that was what you needed to do, you know, to take the young ladies. Um, but as you get older and you experience other restaurants and you experience fine cuisine and, you know, four-course meals and things of that nature, um, restaurants where you'll spend <laughs> quite a bit of money and really enjoy the ambiance of the restaurant. Hey, you're having wine and all that good stuff. Uh, going to Applebee's ain't the same anymore. So I, I guess for my musical taste, like the era in which I came up, that was that era was so different from what it is today. So now I kind of view today like going to Applebee's. I mean, it's, it's cool, but I would just prefer to hit the five-star restaurants because honestly, that's what I'm used to. <laughs> so my hip-hop is more five-star restaurants. I'm not crapping on anybody's MCs or anybody's era or anything like that, even though I might be just a little bit. But um, sincerely, I, I just that's just where I am. So I just want to kind of preface that so as I go forward, you'll kind of understand where I'm coming from, I, and I'll be the first to admit, I don't just dump on the new school, but... You know, if you're an MC and you came after 2000, you know, I, I don't necessarily hold you in the same regard as I do someone who came out in 88, the greatest year in hip hop. Uh, so and that's not to say that that person that came out in 2002 is not good. Uh, I just don't look at them the same. And it's always kind of and that's another thing, too, that you have to keep in mind when you're doing these kind of lists is that you always have to keep in mind the errors. Um in the eras, it's, it's all very difficult to substantiate everybody under the same umbrella. It's almost like if you're trying to compare, you know, a, a wide receiver of today to a wide receiver of the 80s to like a Jerry Rice or a Tim Brown. Um, if you're going to compare, you know, today's wide receiver, because in today's NFL, you know, they throw the ball every play, wherein in the 80s, they didn't throw the ball every play. They didn't throw the ball as much, and they, they had dope running backs and things of that nature. So, um, you sports fans will get my, my correlation right there. <laughs> but um, nonetheless, I think uh, I just want to kind of give you an idea uh, as to where I'm coming from. Anyway, today, I want to talk about the not top five. Uh, because everybody has their top five. But then I started thinking like, you know, who are some people that I see commonly in everybody else's top five that, quite frankly, wouldn't make my top ten? Um, and there's a reason for that. Now, I'm not I, I think, like I said, everything is subjective. And I'll give you an example. Like 
an MC like, let's say Scarface, right? Scarface is not in my top five MCs. My, and when I say MCs, I'm just, I'm strictly talking lyrics. I'm not talking about social impact. I'm not talking about the guy who, a woman who sold the most records. I'm not talking about all of that. I'm talking about just straight lyrics, just straight 16, 64 bars, bust you upside the head lyrics. Um, so let's use a guy like Scarface, for example. Scarface is someone who I've seen in other people's top five. He's not in my top five, but I could, I would put him like at 10. So for this discussion, I'm not going to mention a guy like Scarface for not, for my not top five, because even though he's not in my top five and he's in other people's top five, he's in my top 10. So, you know, you, you, you kind of, I'm giving people some wiggle room from five to 10, basically. Um, so you, you get where I'm coming from, but you know, if someone said, I don't know that tone Lope was in their top five, then, you know, I'm probably gonna cuss you out, you know, really, I mean, just tone Lope, really, I mean, <laughs> nonetheless, so I just wanted to kind of give you an idea as where I'm going with this. So I, I started thinking about, you know, just the not top five, and, and I'm going to give you reasons as to why I don't think that these people are in the top five. Um, and in my case, they wouldn't be my top five nor top 10. Uh, just for the record, uh, my top five is lyrical MCs as follows. I have five, I got uh, Biggie at four, KRS one, number three, Jay-Z, number two, Nas, and number one, the God MC, Rakim Allah. So there you go, that's my top five. Um, and that's just, like I said, that's just based off of lyrics. That's not based off of albums sold. That's not based off of, you know, how, who had the most women, <laughs> who had the hottest cars in their videos or anything like that, or who had the hottest songs on the top 40 charts, nothing of the sort. Um, so let me run down a couple of MCs that I have jotted down here. Uh, this first one may surprise you. He's in a lot of people's top ten, top five, excuse me, but he doesn't make my top five. And I, and he's in a lot, he's on a lot of lists and I understand why, but it comes with a caveat and that's ladies love cool James, Mr. James Ty Smith, AKA LL Cool J. Um, uncle L, I would say and, and I, I get why people put him in their top five. If you look at LL, LL's first two, three, four albums, I mean, LL had some bangers. I mean, like he was killing you with the radio, walking like a panther, walking with the panther. Um, I personally, I was feeling all of LL's work uh, up until Mama Said Knock You Out. I think Mama Said Knock You Out was probably his last dope album. Um, after that, to be honest, and I'm a huge LL fan, after that, LL lost me. Um, <laughs> pink cookies in a plastic bag getting crushed by, I mean, I'm like, come on, L, what is that? Now, I will say, you know, he kind of revived and got his him his career, and his career, now, he, LL didn't fall off. LL's been around for such a long time because of acting and everything like that. But I, I ask you, when was the last, what was the last dope verse you've heard from LL? 
Think about it for a second. What's the last dope verse that you heard from LL? I mean, like, it's probably been a minute. It wasn't head sprung. It wasn't accidental racist. It wasn't any of that, man. I mean, so I think people probably put LL in their top five because of, you know, what he did in the past, and rightfully so. I mean, if you look at his discography, his first three or four albums were incredible. But I think the subsequent albums after that, for me, pushes Ella out of the top five. And I don't necessarily think that if you look at who he's up against for a top five slot, I think there are a few that are lyrically better than LL. Um, now, when it comes to battle rap, I mean, LL, <laughs> he's damn near undefeated when it comes to battles. Um, but we're not talking about battles. We're just talking about just straight lyrics. And, and of course, part of his lyricism was his battle. So that's going to hold him in high regard. So I get it. I don't necessarily crap on people who put LL in their top five. He's just not top five. Okay. Got it? All right. Um, next. And I... I don't know how he, and I see this guy's name in a lot of people's top five. I mean, a lot of people who I think know more than a little bit about hip hop, they either have him in their top five or top 10. And I just can't. And that's big pun. God bless the dead, man. Pun was, he, he had incredible flow. He had, you know, Charisma. I mean, you you go listen to Capital Punishment. I mean, that album front to back is 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 a blazer. Um, but I it, and Pun's discography, you know, isn't that long. But I don't necessarily punish him for his lack of having you know ten albums. He he just he, he's not here. God bless his soul. Um, but I just I don't understand how people put Pun in the top five. And and I think if I think some of that has to do with Pun not being here with us. Um, and I think if, and I always, I always come back to this, if Pun were alive and his album stopped at the time with, with the last album and the last bit of music that we got from him before he passed, would he be in the top five? To me, that, that answer is no. I, I just, I, I don't understand how anybody can put him in the top five. But surprisingly, people, I, I mean, like I said, respected hip-hop heads. I've even seen some hip-hop artists, you know, be asked about it. And they put Big Pun in their top five. I Personally, I don't I don't get it. And that's no knock on Pun. I got all his albums, loved his music. You know, still, I, I still bump it from time to time. Capital Punishment, I definitely still uh, bump from time to time. But honestly, nah, man. Top five. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And personally, I don't even think it's close. If you think so, you know, let me know. I, I just is <laughs> that 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 one kind of has me. You know, I I don't necessarily get frustrated when I see people put LL in their top five. But if you put Big Pun in your top five, I'm like, where's that coming from? I mean, like, are you down? Were you down with him? Were you rolling with the Terror Squad or something like that? You know, so I. I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. Um, the next one is more of a contemporary MC, um, and that's uh, Drake. Um, 
I, I see a lot of younger cats and maybe some of the younger cats who uh, put Drake in their top five, you know, probably my, my guess is, is that if you put Drake in your top five, you probably don't know who Rakim is. And if you don't know who Rakim is and you call yourself a, a hip hop fan, shame on you. I mean, like you, you're supposed to know the ones that preceded the ones that you rock to. You know, because Drake was inspired by guys like Nas. Nas was inspired by guys like Rakim. So you have to understand the, the, the hip-hop family tree, if you will. Um, that being said, I, personally, and, and again, it's not about popularity. It's not about hotness. Because if you turn on any radio station, you're prob- you don't have to listen no more than probably 20 minutes before you hear a Drake song. Uh personally i'm not a fan of drake's but i can't front the guy's hot i mean like he makes good hot music that the kids rock out to i can't rock out to it but the kids do so hey you know it is what it is i'm just not you know i'm not a drake fan and and every time i say that people always look at me oh man how how can you not like drake I, i have friends that ask me yo how can you not like i just don't i mean like his music doesn't appeal to me and that's not why i don't have him on the top five i think here's the thing about drake and here's the thing that I actually like about Drake. I think Drake has found a lane, if you will. And Drake has purposefully and crafted a style to stay in that lane. And he stays in that. He doesn't necessarily try to venture off. Drake doesn't try to do anything that he's not capable of doing. You know, Drake's the guy who can, you know, he's good at at, at layups. He's very good at layups. You won't see Drake trying to dunk the ball. I mean, (laughs) because he knows what his game is. He's a guy, you know, and I'm going to use a basketball reference. He's a guy, you know, that that shoots in in the paint. He shoots in the paint. He's not going to wander off and shoot, you know, three-pointers. He's just not because he understands what works for him. So, God bless Aubrey. (laughs) I mean, Again, I, I have no qualms with uh, how he goes about his business, and he's carved a beautiful niche for himself. Um, that being said, no, nah, I, I I couldn't put Drake in my top ten. I couldn't put Drake in my top fifteen, to be honest. Um, you know, if you do, please tell me why, because I and and. and who are the other four MCs that aren't that, that are that are, that are in the class with him? I just don't see it. I, I just again to me, Drake not top five. Now I will say this much: if he continues on this path, I mean, you know, you could probably revisit this scenario another ten years from now. Maybe we'll have some, you know, maybe he'll have a little bit more ground to stand on. But right now, nah, man. <laughs> it ain't even close. Um, next is a guy who he seems to end up on everybody's top five, but I just can't put him in mind because I just, and it's no knock on him per se. It's just, I don't think he's better than everybody else on my list. And that's Marshall Mathis, AKA Eminem. Um, M is crazy. 
And I mean, like when I say crazy, he is crazy. Eminem is, if you just sit down and listen to some of the stuff that he says, Eminem is the type of MC that, you know, sometimes you have to really just kind of vibe out and listen to his stuff and then put it down and then come back to it. And then when you come back, you'll hear something. You're like, man, how did I miss that the first time? Like he, he is very, very knowledgeable, um, very skilled. Uh, he has definitely honed his craft uh, to the best of his ability. Uh, I think the knock, at least my knock on Eminem is that when I listen to his albums, like I can listen to Eminem album and you know, probably listen to it for a couple of weeks and then put it down and, and not go back to it. Like his, his albums really don't have a lot of replay value for me. It, it just, they just don't. Um, but when I do go back and listen, I find myself picking up on things. And again, I think for me, and this is just on a personal note, I think M's music is, while it's great and he has the he does now he 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 also has a formula too you know he'll hit you with the hi my name is type stuff and then he'll come back you know with uh you know uh, 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 he'll jump on somebody's verse on and give you the hottest 16 like like he did on dead wrong like or, or renegade and just blow whoever he's rhyming with out of the water um so nah i just I couldn't put him ahead of, um, you know, any of the MCs that I mentioned before. Uh, I just, again, his his music is great. It just doesn't have a lot of replay value for me. And I think after you, and, and he has so much quote unquote shock value that once you've heard it a couple of times, like the shock value wears off and then you just, you know, you have some songs that just are lyrically brilliant. Then you have other songs that just on, on every album that's just, you know, just fillers. And I think the filler tracks kind of kill me more than it does, you know, his lyrical tracks. But I mean, lyrically, I mean, the boy is bad. You can't you can't front on it. I just he's not top top five. I mean, for me, on a personal note, he's not top 10. But most people, a lot of people that put Eminem in their top five. I just nah, I just don't see it. It's just not top five. Um, next up <laughs> is uh, Lil Wayne, you know, the guy who coined the phrase wobbity wobbity, drop it like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, Lil Wayne is by all accounts a lot of people's top five. Um, much like Eminem, he's not in mind. Uh, I will say this much. When I listen to Wayne, I get something, you know, but it just, and, and here's my frustration with Wayne. When Lil Wayne wants to rap, he can rap. I mean, he really can rap. I mean, when he really, really wants to go in, Lil Wayne is a bad boy. There's no doubt about it. I, I, and you know, for the life of me, I don't know 
when it happened. I don't know if it happened overnight, but like I just remember when the Hot Boys broke on the scene. Like honestly, amongst hip hop heads, myself included, nobody was checking for Lil Wayne's verse in the crew. Nobody, for real. I'm telling you, no. I mean, like it was either Juvie, it was BG, you know. Then it might be Wayne. I mean, but on 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 if you if if you think I'm lying, go back and listen to the early Hot Boys albums. Go back and listen to Juvie solo album. Um, you know, he and and again, part of that could have been because Wayne was so much younger than them that you know he was trying to wait his shine. I don't I don't know when, but it seemed like at some point in time, the light went off with him and. I don't know if it was his mixtape scene, but he wasn't the little dude with the corny rhymes anymore. Like he was, and he wasn't just the. It wasn't just about the bling bling or anything like that. Like he really was spitting some stuff. But again, my frustration with Wayne is that I just don't know when he wants to rhyme. When when he really really wants to rhyme, he can blow. I mean, like you could, you know. And I have. I don't necessarily knock people who put Wayne in their top five. I don't think that, you know, again, because of the errors, I don't think that Wayne could top anybody in my top five. I don't know if Wayne can necessarily, you could probably make a case for Wayne for top 10. Um, personally, I, I just, he's just not in my top five. Uh, and that's not necessarily to say that he's whack or anything. I just don't know. He, he's just not better than anybody else that I've laid out. Um, and I think when I listen to Lil Wayne, that's, again, that's my frustration. Is because one minute he'll have, some, he'll put out some stuff and you can listen to it. And the first thing you will see is like, what the hell is he talking about? Like, well, I mean, like, what are you doing? This, this doesn't make any sense. This is dumb. And then he has some other stuff. You know, you listen to him again. And he, I mean, he'll have some stuff that lyrically will blow your mind. I just don't see the consistency, and I don't know if it's because you know the drugs that he's on, or you know stuff he's going through in his personal. Life. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is, but I think you know really to be considered a top five MC, you have to have a level of consistency from song to song, from verse to verse throughout your you know discography. I don't, I don't see that in Wayne. I just don't. If I, if if you do, please let me know. I personally, I don't. And and again. That is one of the things that's very frustrating just listening to him because there's no level of consistency. You know, he, he has his moments where he, you know, the Carter three, four, I mean, like where he can just go off and then he'll have some other songs where it's just like you, you almost get lost. Like, yo, why did you even make this? You, you, you're wasting your time. Um, so I think, you know, that's where I am with Lil Wayne. Um, next MC is uh, one that's near and dear to my heart. I'm a huge fan of, uh, and that's Andre 3000. A lot of people put three stacks in the top five. Andre 3000 is not a top five MC. And I know I'm going to get some hate mail for this, but he's not. And I'm going to tell you why he's not, because Andre 3000, to me, he, he, he hasn't done it on his own. I would like to see, and it's probably, <laughs> it's probably never going to happen, I would love to see a solo album where we just get three stacks just rhyming, you know, and and, and don't get me wrong. He has more than held his own in an outcast. But I, 
and and maybe it's just the purest in me, but I think I always correlate his rhyme with Big Boy's rhymes. And I think Big Boy is dope as hell. I mean, I love Big Boy. I love Outkast. Outkast is one of my favorite hip-hop groups of all time. But Three Stacks by himself, just because he does not have a solo album, I can't put him in his top in my top five. And I know that that's not necessarily fair, but hey, it is what it is. I just can't. It's just not... It ain't going down like that, man. I just can't put him in the top five knowing that, you know, he's he has, doesn't have a solo album. So I really need to see him stand out and rhyme on his own. Now, he's dropped some crazy 16 over the last five, six, seven years. 16 bars on other guest features. Um, and I love that about him. Uh, but I, I would love to see Andre 3000 with a solo album. Um, unfortunately, it, I don't think Andre 3000 wants to rap anymore. I think, you know, he's cool with doing whatever he's doing, the acting thing and, you know, doing the 16 here, there, or, you know, because I, I think if you told Andre 3000 to make an, a solo album, you know, he, he come up with Hey Ya, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm not counting the Love Below, you know, the, the double, double CD joint that he did with, but because that was still an outcast album, even though, you know, he wrote and rhymed on his thing and Big Boy rhymed and wrote on his, you know, I, I just, I'm talking about just straight solo Andre 3000 album. That's it. So, I don't know that we'll ever get that. Um, but, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, Andre 3000, not top five. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about two of the most talked about MCs uh, who generally end up in most people's top five uh, and I don't necessarily know if they should be or shouldn't be uh, that would be Biggie and Tupac Shakur so we'll be right back in just a second do you know who the best planet game is me Mars Blackman and I'm way above the rim demonstrating some serious hang time very serious do you know how I get up for my game do you know do you know do you know that's right, Air Jordan, Air Jordan, Air Jordan. Mike, what's up? Oh, m- money, money, why you wanna do that to me? Why you leave me hanging? Come on, I got it. Oh, Mike, man, that's cold, man. And just like that, I'm back. <laughs> um, as I mentioned before we went to the break, uh, there, there are two MCs who almost always find themselves in a lot of people's top five and I don't necessarily know well let me rephrase that you can actually make a case to put them in your top five uh and you can also make a case to not put them in the, in your top five um and that would be Biggie Smalls and Tupac Shakur uh, the late great Biggie Smalls and the late great Tupac Shakur. Um, as for Biggie, uh, Biggie ends up in a lot of people's top five. As I mentioned, he's in my top five. Um, I love Biggie. Uh, <laughs> what can I say about? I mean, he had flow, he had charisma. I mean, he he was lyrically, he was just incredible um 
And I think when you're talking about lyrical MCs, uh, you know, Biggie, uh, especially in the time in which he came out, uh, Biggie was phenomenal. Uh, the knock that you could probably put on Biggie and the knock that I've seen as to why some people don't have him there, have him in their top five uh, is because of his discography. Biggie only made two albums. Um, and that's through no fault of his own. He was tragically uh, taken away from us far, far, far too soon. Um, I don't necessarily use that as a knock against Biggie. Uh, but I've seen people make the case for why Biggie does not appear in their top five. And to be honest, I can understand it. Um, but again, I don't, I don't necessarily, you know, use that to put him in or put him out. Uh, I, I think if you use the thought process that I've mentioned about Big Pun, if you go by strict, if, if Biggie were still alive and the only thing that we had to go off of as to whether or not we put him in our top 10 or top five, excuse me, is ready to die and life after death. Does he get in the top five then? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that there's something, you know, much like for those who put Big Pun in their top five, for those that put Biggie and Tupac in the top five, I think there's something to be said about the fact that, you know, there's a sentimental value. There's an underlying sentimental value because they are no longer here with us. I think that's fair to say. Um, so, you know, ultimately, I, I'm not going to, you know, knock you out or cuss you out if you don't have Big in your top five. He's in mine, but I understand why there are some that do not put Biggie in the top five. So if you have a not top five list and Biggie's on your not top five list, I understand. <laughs> uh, as for Tupac, Amaru Shakur, um, love Tupac, man. Um, Tupac, in my opinion, is the most influential rapper of all time. I mean, I think Tupac has influenced so many people in, in generation and still continues to this day to influence people, you know, from the grave. Uh, that being said, and, and I love Tupac and I, and I loved all his albums. I mean, there's no, I don't think he put out any whack albums. He had some songs that were, you know, a little lackluster, but there was always a meaning and a message behind almost everything. And I, I, I wish, you know, much like Biggie and much like Big Pun, I wish that he were still alive to see, you know, some of the things that are going on socially and economically in this world. And I think Tupac would, Tupac, I think Tupac's voice would reign loudly over a lot of stuff that's happening. Uh, that being said, I don't put Tupac in my top five. Because Tupac, to me, when I talk about lyrical MCs, Tupac is not lyrical. <laughs> Let me say that again. Tupac is not lyrical. Like, every time people talk about Tupac and they say, well, Pac had this song and he had that song, I'm like, give me Tupac's hottest 16 bars. You can't. Because he doesn't have them. I mean, like, Brenda's got a baby 
is a deep, dope song, but it's not. It doesn't make you run and press rewind. It just doesn't. He doesn't have a signature. I mean, like, I, and one of the things I think about great MCs is that they'll have a signature song or a signature. I don't even want to say a signature song. They'll have a six. They'll have a signature sixteen, or thirty-two bars or sixty-four bars that are just memorable. Um, you know, case in point, Rakim. I take seven MCs, put them in a line that adds seven more brothers who think they can rhyme. You know the rest. Uh, so. And that, I'm just using Rakim as an example. No, I, Tupac isn't as lyrical as Rakim. He's, he's just not influential. Like I said, I think I think Tupac is the most influential MC ever. But he's not. He wasn't lyrical. He he just he didn't have lyrics that would just blow you away. I mean, he spoke to the common man. He didn't necessarily speak over our heads. But if you got a hot 16 from Tupac, please. Tweet me or email me or hit me up, man, because I I need to know. <laughs> I need to know. Cause I, I, and I have all of his albums, even the albums um, that came after he passed, which I don't I, I don't really. Personally, after the um, the Don Caluminati theory uh, and the um, Are You Still Down With Me album, the double CD uh, I think that was the last Tupac album that I bought, that I actually purchased. Now I have, you know, the rest of them via Spotify, but I, I stopped buying Tupac's albums after because I don't necessarily know that some of those posthumous albums were content that if he were alive, he would have put out because I don't think it was, you know, of his caliber. That's just my personal opinion. I think Pac would have not been satisfied with that music i just don't think he would have i just don't think he would have but that's again that's my opinion i i don't, I don't think it was great music i thought it was decent not great and i don't think it would have been up to par by his standards not mine but again i don't think he's i don't think he's lyrical i just don't you know i love him to death um and and i much like biggie and big pun i wish he were still here uh but Tupac ends up in a lot of people's top five, and he is not a top five MC. Um, he's in my top ten, <laughs> so I, I'm not going to argue with anybody that puts him in their top five. But if we're having a discussion on a lyrical MC and you put Tupac in the top five, I'm going to raise an eyebrow because I just don't think he's lyrical. You know, sue me. <laughs> Uh, so there you have it, folks. Just a few of the not top five MCs that I have on my brain. Um, I would love to hear who yours are. Some of the ones that, and I, and I mean, don't give me nobody corny like, you know, Sir Makes a Lot or something. I mean, like, give me, it's going to take a little bit of thought. Give me the, 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 the MCs who people that you know tend to put in their top five that don't make your top five and hit me up and tell me why you can hit me up on Twitter at 12 Kyle. Also follow me on Twitter and follow uh, the podcast at 12 Kyle podcast. Got a new Twitter uh, at 12 Kyle podcast. Um, as I mentioned at the top, make sure that you follow the show on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com backslash 12 Kyle. You can also subscribe 
and not miss any podcast on iTunes. And you can subscribe on Stitcher as well. Uh, we're going to be on Google Play uh, very soon, very soon, very soon. So thanks for the support. Definitely appreciate the love. And I'll holler at you the next time. Peace.